Americans another day closer to victory. And for all of you out there on or behind the lines, this is your song. Oops. And welcome everybody to our Daily Gun Show. We're coming to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern. Right on there. And uh, we talk about guns for an hour. Got a bunch of different people joining us tonight. We've got Angelina joining in from California. Thanks for joining. Hello. We've got Clover jumping in from Texas. Hey, Haas. Howdy. Coming up from there, we got a ghost over in Arkansas. Thanks for having me. You bet. And then we got uh, Gary up in Kansas. Thanks for the invite. I figured tonight we'd keep it this side of the Mississippi, the good side of the Mississippi. Even though the other people can listen, we just didn't give them links. Actually, we did give them links. They decided not to jump in. That's fine. We'll keep it on the side of Mississippi. So uh, it will not be reserved to this side of the Mississippi for the giveaway we're about to do. Not really a giveaway about the redistribution of wealth that we're about to do, comrades. Based on everyone's input, we have just, we have we're going to together randomly distribute the wealth. Is that uh, have you turned into Gorbachev or what? <laughs> just figure it's a more equitable way to distribute rights. We can meet at nine o'clock. It's going to start raining. All right. So we'll get the show started, and I'll go put out some leak buckets here in a minute. Um, did we introduce everybody? We did. This is the Daily Gun Show. I'm distracted because I was trying to fill out this form, and then I noticed as I was scrolling through here that I missed one of the names. So um, we're going to be giving away, we're not giving away, we're going to be distributing these uh, O-lights later on in the show. It is Thursday, so we sometimes talk about training. I don't like training, so... I don't talk about it that much, but we have different panelists tonight. So if we've got some kind of training topic, we're welcome to talk about that. Um, I have a plea for the audience. After a while, we'll talk about that. And we always like to, to hit a gun shop every day. So we'll be talking about a gun shop and we'll be talking about a movie more than likely. Looks like we got 17 people joining us. We're going to apologize for being late. We had a pretty epic discussion over in Clover's chat, though. Um, I have to go put out leak buckets. So... Uh, and everybody tell us about how their days went or what's been happening. Yeah, who's going to start? I can start. Um, yeah, talk to uh, the, you know, several people today uh, for everybody that follows. Been changing up some of the shows and the uh, particularly the Wednesday show has gotten, um, I think, really interesting. A lot of people are seem to be enjoying that. But yeah, talk to uh, several families slash kiddos today got them all scheduled out for the future which is cool talk to some couple of manufacturers and other things that we're going to bring on on uh, the friday show hopefully later on so had a uh, fairly productive day with most of that next <laughs> uh, i worked all day so i didn't get home until yankee and then we're on but uh, I thought you had a great show tonight, Clover. I really enjoyed it. I was surprised. So, but thank you. Uh, you were obviously a part of that, as was Gary. But uh, who who didn't get a shout out? So I give a shout out now. Hey, it's a perfect opportunity. Go over check out Gizzard Gary, and uh, yeah, awesome stuff. He's on Patreon. Uh, help him out and uh, hurry before G gets back and plug yourself real quick, Gary. Hurry. <laughs> well, thanks, Clover. 
Uh, much like Ghost, I worked all day. Um, yeah, GizzardGary.com has links to all my social media presences out there. I appreciate the shout-out, Clover. And, uh, again, you had a great show this evening. Enjoyed it. I also sat in on uh, C4 Defense's uh, video earlier, which was also very good. Sweet. Sounds like everyone had a pretty good day. Um, I basically just worked, so that was my day. Um, all right, so let's uh, kick the Daily Gun Show off. Sounds like, you know, might as well. Um, did you guys hear about the whole Ninth Circuit thing that just happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what do we think about that? Um, I think it's I think it's it's a good uh you know, I think it's a good first step. We're kinda gonna have to see where things go. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, will they will they overturn that? Will it go to the Supreme Court? If it does, what happens there? Um, I don't know. I kinda just wanna I wanna live in the moment a little bit and kinda let it let it play out and see what's gonna happen. Because I honestly really don't I don't see them I don't see them pushing the issue too hard one way or another until after elections anyway. That's just my opinion on it. Right. Well, I read an article about it saying that it was kind of a win-win because if they leave it alone, at least they've got, you know, the open carry. And uh, a lot of the people, you know, the left people out in California are really hoping that uh, it doesn't get taken to the Supreme Court because, they don't think their chances are very good if it makes it there. So they're trying to say, just leave it alone. Leave it the way it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of where Clover is. I mean, I'm sure there'll be another circuit court that gets challenged somewhere else in the country that it will come up again, which then opens a door possibly to go to the Supreme Court. But for me, I'm just enjoying right now that there's some positive Second Amendment pro-2A rulings being made especially from the ninth which is historically the most liberal circuit court out there so uh, i'm just enjoying right now we got a little small victory right now so i'm all for ninth court right now there's a glimmer of hope where i didn't think there was going to be one for a while so. yeah and it's you know as a californian and a victim of the ninth circuit it's uh it's nice to see something good something good firearms wise um because you know that's rare that's rare for us so well, to ask you like what are people in california i mean is there hope right now or are they just kind of blah about it no we don't have any hope okay um yeah. i mean we have you know fpc goes to bat and several other um for you know pro firearms associations um they go to bat for stuff they don't win a whole lot um because that's just the climate in california and you know surrounding areas unfortunately um but you know we do have elections coming up which uh i mean they think that there's like an actual shot for a republican winning governor seat so that's pretty rare um, so I think we'll just have to kind of wait and see until then, but yeah. Was Schwarzenegger a Republican? Yeah, he was a Republican. I mean, was he was he actually, actually conservative or was he just um, a Republican on paper? Uh, halfway. He like 
like the repub was on paper and the rest of it wasn't. Um, some things he was pretty good. I mean, he actually overall as a governor, really good. Um, California had a great time when he was governor. So, I mean, I know a lot of liberals that they even think, man, the Terminator is awesome. And there is something to say about going into a state office and seeing the Terminator on the wall. Um, oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just like a cool factor there. Um, but yeah, so that's like, I guess that's the state of California at this point. We're just kind of waiting to see. Hopefully, you know, elections go good, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, for our next little topic here, I thought, why don't we take a peek at a uh, TriggerCon hashtag? Cool. Just to kind of flip and see what's going on here. So we'll go to the most recent. Some thing out here from Too Hottie. He's uh, representing gun channels there, I believe. You got here some kind of multicam patches. I'm sure there's a lot of patches going on there. Rain day. Have you guys uh, ever been to TriggerCon? Do you have hopes to go? Do you not care? I care about it. Just, it's so far away. I don't know if I'll ever you know, have the time to go do it in the summertime. This is for work. This is my busy time anyways. Yeah, right. sort of the same here. You know, one thing I am noticing there that's, a, that's different than SHOT Show. So if anybody goes to TriggerCon, I don't know if I don't see necessarily too haughty or anybody out there but i've seen some kids that look like in that picture and kids there's an age limit for shot show oh right it's not so much an industry show it started out as from what i understand like a parking lot sale at a gun shop that got bigger and bigger you know how like they'll bring in manufacturers or local people and they'll make it a bigger and bigger event uh -huh. and then eventually it got to the scale of a miniature range day type of thing media day at the range i should say but unlike like you're saying unlike the uh Media day. It's uh, it, well, at least last year. It was I think one day of the range was open to the public or something, so people could not only uh, check out something new, but like you know, put tri pull triggers on it, see how an optic works, actually pulling a trigger underneath it. You know, right? Yep. See, I think that's a great idea. I agree with you guys. It's the size and scale of it, based and then you know divided by its location or whatever it's just it's it's a good regional thing but it's it's extreme being at the top corner of the country like that if it was in like springfield missouri or like right. st louis or something you know yeah yeah you would think it would get a lot more traction that way too I mean, think about everybody on the east coast i mean i'm, I'm far enough away and then you get people on the east coast that would just be brutal Hey, Angelina, did that about three or four pictures ago? Was that a t-shirt that said tactical since childhood? Yep. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. That's I've got great. a stick. I've got a stick just like that, by the way. So we were talking on Clover's chat a minute ago, you know, ways to leave it on this for a second, ways to do patches or whatever, or don't leave it on that. So this guy's obviously ripping off Gary. But if Gary were to do something like that, or if uh, Rick was to do some kind of uh, you know goofy cat with a 
machine gun or some kind of weird, you know, I don't know, get the spotted dick in there or whatever his thing is. You know, that's how you move some patches to people that don't know anything about your project or anything about your live shows or anything about your pictures. Right. right. There's a huge market for just like little animals with guns. Look at it. It's for something new. I mean, Anyway, thanks. I don't know what that one is. Anybody know what that one is? Mm, I think it's like a platypus or something. I mean, who doesn't love a blue platypus with a gun? I mean, how, how can you not like that? Wasn't that the blue platypus? Isn't that like Phineas and Ferb? Wasn't that a cartoon like years ago? Nickelodeon or something? Take your word on that one. <laughs> I think it, that might have been a rip off of that. But he, I don't think he ever wore like a helmet and had a machine gun though. So, cool points for sure. And Perry the platypus. If that's Perry right. the platypus. There that's you go. Right. What is that? Is that a cartoon? Yeah, he was part of. I think it was part of like Phineas and Ferb. I think so. Like, I think my granddaughter used to watch some of that stuff. So um, that's like an existing cartoon that somebody made one and then put a gun in its hand. That's why it's funny. Yeah, it was Perry the Platypus. It was the anthropomorphic platypus from the American animated series Phineas and Ferb. I was thinking so. Yeah. All right. Well, this is pretty much all of uh, Trigger Con. It looks like Range Day was actually pretty cool. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Two hotties out there saying stuff. Oh, sweet. Well, uh, Looks like he took some pictures for Dano. So people that were interested in checking out something that they've got at Trigger Connie made the offer to do that too. Hottie made the offer that uh, you let him know over on Gun Channel. So uh, do his best to find the stuff you're looking for and get some pictures. I tell you what I'm excited about seeing is Hottie's putting pictures out there that, I mean, are original pictures. And so it's really good to see him you know, getting that original content out there too. He yeah. takes some good pictures. Yeah, well, hopefully we uh, do a lot of cool content on Super Awesome Gun channels. All right, well, I think we're going to make Too Hotty our member of the day since he is out there doing effort for the gun channels this week and week, I guess. Um, so we try to feature a member every day. Gun Channel is going into its fifth year. It's a community. We built it because YouTube was trying to not foster community. In fact, they were efforting to compete with Facebook and were pushing everybody over into Google Plus. And a couple of us who were desperately trying to use the community parts of, of YouTube finally decided to stop um, making the best of what they offered us over there, especially since it was disappearing. And we decided to use our skills as uh, web designers and uh, internet savvy people and people that enjoy uh, creating gun related stuff on the internet and uh, built this place. And over the years, it's five years now, it's gone through some ebbs and flows. It's gone through different uh, groups of people that have uh, used the place. It's been used for different things over the years. And going forward, uh, we're uh, looking at the at the horizon, it's or looking at the stars. It's got a lot of potential, and we're going to hopefully effort towards getting it there. Anyway, so it's a community of people, and it's like six thousand something strong, 
there's probably hundreds of people that use the site daily and dozens of you that use the site a lot more than even daily. They use it as your main means of communication. We, we appreciate that. One of the ways we like to say thanks is feature members of the day, not just to pat people on the back who are popular or use the place a lot, but also to feature people that you might not know are out there. And we'll uh, occasionally we've had like series where we go back and look at old members who you might not remember or uh, whatever. So anyway, today it was uh, too hot again. He's out there doing some real life foot on the ground type of stuff, which is another aspect of gun channels that's been awesome. So uh, last year, I guess it was Hottie and Pink and Marco and Yankee. But unfortunately, even with Trump's economy, everybody wasn't able to get out there. Uh, you never know with Yankee. You might say screw it and go up there, maybe get sick of his family or whatever, and doing this camping or whatever they're supposed to be doing and goes up there for a day. But I wouldn't count on it, but you never know. Um, but anyway, that's yeah, kind of neat to see uh, Duhati carrying on the tradition and keeping a gun channel's G at the at an event like that. Right. I think we were in Tulsa. We're in Florida. We're in uh, Vegas. We're in uh, Texas. So that's just this year only. Well, that's what about Ohio? Uh, where the USCCA yeah. was, yeah. Yeah, USCCA, wherever that was at. And then I think Mark went to Pennsylvania. So yeah. Soon we'll be covering them all. Soon they we will all will be gun channels. Yep. New right, world well, order. We'll just wait for Angelina. <laughs> we may need to. She, she's the one that kept us in line while you wasn't here. So I'm going to jump over to the Instagrams, which is a place where you can post pictures on the internet that are square. And a couple of days ago, looks like one day ago, I guess. I posted this picture of my dog sticking his tongue out at some lights that they sent us. So Olight is some Chinese light manufacturer, and they, I don't know, I keep saying it. I don't know if you guys are getting your emails yet. At some point, you'll get on a list. And the, the, I don't know if it goes from going to SHOT Show or if it's because you got YouTube channels. If you have a YouTube channel and you have an About page, it might behoove you to put an email address in there so that they have an email address to contact you. But I suspect they send out emails constantly to everybody because I get a lot of these emails. And at some point, I don't know, I had a fly in my butt and I said, you know what? Fine. They, I like to do this once in a while. They'll say, would you like to take this free flashlight because it's going about to go on sale? And I'll go, no. How about you send me four of those instead? So I just did one of those replies and they were like, OK. I was like, oh, great. Now I got three flashlights coming. So it worked out because the one that I wanted from them, it's like a $20 flashlight, has one double, one AAA battery in it, and I needed that because my battery, my flashlight clip broke on, and I didn't want to spend 20 bucks on 20 bucks. So anyway, they sent me a few, and I think they wanted me to break one and then give one away, and that's not my style. So I'm going to keep one because I needed a flashlight, but I'm going to give the other two to Gun Channels people, and I just said it in my video. And they didn't seem to be too upset. Either they can't speak English or they just don't care. So they said, hey, great. And then they said, hey, we got this big sale. So I'm like, all right, send me more flashlights. And I forgot what they said they were going to send me. And I'm like, how about you send me more than that? And she goes, all right. <laughs> so she sent me these. So uh, I did that post of the thing on Instagram and let people nominate whoever. And I believe I have a list here. Now, my dilemma was, should I let people who were nominated more than once have more than one entry? And I decided not to. But there was no reason one way or the other i just decided to do it this way so i'm going to put this into a spreadsheet somewhere just so i don't have to count and my question like is, is how close did marshmallow come to ripping those boxes open 
she does not care about nothing. She just sits there. What if, if if this was a video, this is what the video would look like. She doesn't do much. She just sits there. <laughs> this could be a video, except that her tongue might go in and out more. All right. All right so now I'm going to go to random. I think that was Video Shack. How the hell is this thing got in there? Anyway, I haven't been there in a long time either. All right, random.org. And how was it? 31. So we're going to go 31 over here. And we're going to hit generate. Um, Angelina, are you back yet? Angelina? Yep. yep. Which light should this one be? Which one should we be doing here? 1500, 400, 400, or this white one? Um, That white one. All right. So this is for this white one here. And it's number 22. And number 22 is everyday civilian. All right. Now we have a dilemma. So Everyday Civilian and Tactical Photographer both participated. I know both of them. I think, Clover, you said you met up with Tactical Photographer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, good dude. So I'm willing to put them in here, even though they're not technically members of gun channels. But I don't know every 6,000 members of gun channels. Maybe they are members and they're just not active. So I guess we'll send a, what's this thing called? Uh, MIT or something. M-I-M-1-T, I think. We'll send that one out to him. He's a cool dude. Um, I wanted to say he was in, he's in, he's in Michigan. And, uh, wow, talk about photographer. This dude has already been on, the, he's already taken photographs that have been on the cover of magazines and stuff. Both of these guys actually are people I'd very much like to have as resources on gun channels. They know a lot about their craft, I guess, their machines that they use, their, their cameras. But it's like a paintbrush or, you know, right? It's like a marker. Like anybody can know how a paintbrush works, but being able to create interesting, appealing stuff is another thing. These guys both do that to the level of being professionals at it. Tactical photographer is like some kind of law enforcement cop, and he has access and ambition to go to all kinds of different training and stuff. So he's got just the kind of experience level that most people dream to attain. And he's not only there taking all that training in stride, but then also at the level where you can take awesome pictures of it, not just like snapshots along the way, but like has taken enough of them and been around the block a few times. So he can, he gets excellent, excellent pictures worth following on Instagram for sure. And you can get them in the post over here. And then the guy one is everyday civilian. He's a lot younger, but following his footsteps. And again, I think an inspiration will make him a member of the day one of these days because uh, it's just a guy who liked taking pictures a lot like two hottie. And had some time, and, and just like Marco, just like Pink, just like Too Hot, just like all you guys who started going to events. He started going to events, and then he figured out, hey, the industry is human beings. It's other people, people that didn't go to school to be in the industry. They went to school to be teachers or, I don't know, construction workers or whatever the hell you go to school for. And then figured out after that that, hey, I can be in the industry too. So uh, he's been actively participating. And like I say, he's been on the cover of magazines and stuff for his pictures. He's gotten paid to put pictures on magazines you know so there's there's things you can attain to and i think he's a good example of that right all right so angelina what's the next one this one's down already um one of those weapons lights one of those four hundreds it'll be the one on the left here all right are they the same yes and a button number 17. <coughs> what is this thing called a 400 that's what i'm calling Although it's probably called something else. So I'm supposed to like them, but I don't. 
I don't like the idea of this cheap Chinese weapons light, but I think it might be appropriate for like a helmet light or on a bicycle or like any kind of accessory rail that you mount on something else that isn't life critical, but I don't want to write it off either. It's probably adequate and it's maybe it's even rugged, but anyway, I'm going to send it to you, but I'm not suggesting you use it as a weapon light. And if Olight wants to never send me anything again because of it, that's fine. But I don't think they care. I'm sure they're not listening to this. But I don't, and I, I couldn't send that out, suggesting it's a good weapon site. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. All right, Angelina, what's next? Um, The big one. Uh-oh, the M2R. Is anybody interested in this one? Anybody been water, mouth-watering over this one? 16. Hopefully... Oh. Gunpowder Beauty. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a women's perspective on a, I think it's rechargeable, right? That's its thing. I think so. it's got one of them cool little buttons that's magnetized to the butt, and then you just have to set it down next to the charge. You don't have to plug nothing in or anything, so that sounds kind of neat. Button on the side. I don't know if I like that. Um, what is that thing? M2R. So I think that leaves us with the other one, the other 400. Did I hit generate? Okay, come on. It's truly, come on. There's a, <laughs> that been, means, 16, 16. That'll never happen again. Come on. I mean, I guess truly random, you could have the same number a hundred times, but still. That's rigged. Odd. <laughs> rigged. So he's getting the other 400. At least they're all staying in the family. Most of these were in the family, but um, we did get lots of suggestions. Uh, Clay nominated himself. That's totally appropriate. Travis was often, often recommended. People appreciate Travis's reviews. Ghost often recommended. Night Strike was recommended by him and Smeggy. So I want it known that I nominated Dano. You did nominate Dano. So did uh, Ballistic. I believe a couple of others. Uh, Z, no, it was Ballistic who said Dano offers a useful review. A couple of them for budget. I don't remember how many of them were for, but just the one, just Travis voting for Matt. Um, one for Auto, uh, for Moon. Uh, D.B. Cooper, that was an interesting one. A couple for Gary, more than one for Rupan. Um, I think Enrique might have uh, put himself in, and that was appropriate. Got the winners there. HVS got in there, which I'm glad, because I would have to send it to Hawaii. Uh, fire medic Mick. I don't know if that's a gun channels person or not. Oh, water bucket fell over. That was a lot of good. All right, so uh, and then Dead Horse uh, and Dave. So, uh, Mr. Big Kid, I don't remember who nominated that, but I don't know if that's a gun channels member or not. To name New it guy. Yeah, he's from Arizona. He's just uh, he just joined gun channels like last week or so. Oh, right on, perfect. He's in Phoenix. So let's see. The other one went to Midnight, who is in here right now. So he feels like maybe he's obligated to say thank you because he rigged it and somehow manipulated it to win the other light. But I didn't rig anything. Uh -huh. I didn't no win. Problem. Nope. Yeah, you totally won the other one. I thought. Huh? Yeah. It's no. It's oh, you mean after the fact somebody didn't win, or somebody kept voting? I thought we when we ended voting you had won. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Boom, right there. Oh, we don't know what you're talking about. Look, wouldn't that, wouldn't no, that, I didn't know. I mean, who rigged it would have said, oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. How could I have rigged it? <laughs> it was, it was Putin. That's awesome. Cool. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, if you'd go on gun channels every once in a while, you'd know. Hey, 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 that's how I got this link. I, I stole it off of the gun channels. True, he did. Figured it out. He navigated to the gun channels and found Yay. it. Ah, shut up. <laughs> it just happened to, I just happened to be home long enough. to, to You were late enough, and I was home. So. Right on. Well, thanks for jumping in. So we got yeah, a couple cool. going out there. Uh, in fact, here's what happened. Um you know, I'm kind of a jerk about it. I didn't, I don't think I held any punches. I post and I fulfilled my obligation. I feel I did talk about their light and I compared it to a stream light. I got no love for stream light. They're also made in China. Nobody's offered to give me any USA made AAA lights. I don't even know if there are any, right? So um, they wanted me to talk about their sale, which I'm sure everybody's been getting annoyed with. But hey, if it worked for them, great. I put it up on a big channel and it's got the links out there that they wanted to help them with their sale. So I feel like we've fulfilled their obligation. I don't think they want my review. Honestly, I don't like their lights that much. So I'm going to move them off. And if you don't like them, you're under no obligation at all. If you feel like there's something you can further a, a relationship with Olight, I'd be happy to give you guys the email address of the contact person there. Like a lot of these companies, they'll move on. You know, these people don't, I think the average is 19 months. I read something that uh, most uh, people stick with a company is that sort of a marketing rep, but um, might be a good experience to work with a Chinese company just to get used to it. And they're certainly easy to get product from if you want to continue doing reviews and get some experience with that kind of interaction. So if I can help with that, then that's great. But here's what's cool. Uh, I got another email from someplace. Let's name this place. Uh, I just noticed it when I was up on the hill the other day that somebody was like, hey, I saw those reviews for Ola. You want to review ours too? So we'll have some more coming in, it looks like. Unless you guys tell me it's uh, a wow tap. Has anybody ever heard of a wow tap? I haven't. I've actually got, yeah, I, I had a Chinese red dot sent to me. And then today, they uh, another company sent me a, uh, a scope. So I should be getting that in a few days. But it's interesting to see what their technology is for, you know, a $50 scope or a $25 red dot. I mean... Why wouldn't we want to at least pass all that on for people that might not be able to afford the high-end stuff, you know? Man, I mean, I'm not going to suggest you want to... I'm not going to tell anybody that that should be your main goal as a channel is to review the cheap stuff. Oh, no, not at all. Started ...or just to do it. Uh, so it looks like WowTech, some other Chinese lights, but yeah, we'll see what they want to throw us, and we'll uh, do a quick review and do the same thing. So if it helps out, great. And... Uh, if it's a crappy light, you're under no obligation to act like it's anything more than it is. But hopefully, it's the name WowTech. Yeah, wonder where they. Wonder if they did research or if they just found one that's open. It is kind of short, six characters. Can't imagine they've been around for too long. I haven't heard of them before. They only have four products. Uh, but Minna, you were saying that you could have used a little one. Will that one work? A little single AAA. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see because I um, <clears throat> what I want to do. I, I was talking to G about it, or I, under the under the the, the, the video was uh, my chef jacket has the pockets on the sleeves, you know, for a thermometer or sharpies or pens or whatever. And I actually was looking at the um, Streamlight stylus 
um, because it would fit in that pocket. It'd be like a cool place for me to keep a little flashlight. So um, I was hoping that one would, you know, this will fit in there. It'd be really nice. Otherwise, you know, just go pocket with it, you know, but that would be a perfect thing for me to have a flashlight on my, on my arm, you know, so we'll see. Hopefully it'll fit. Yeah. I mean, it's, did you say you have had a streamlight in there? No, um, that's, I was actually, I almost bought one last week and then uh, your video popped up and I thought, you know, I was going to wait and ask you about it and wait till you guys talked about it. So, wait. you know, this works out perfect. Wait till you rig the system and just got that one for free. We get it. Yeah. I know people, you know. But uh, I like it a little bit fatter than the Streamlight, and it's got like a weird little swirl indention or whatever. And I don't know what to call that, but it so it's a little, you know, it would probably stretch something that a Stirfire or a Streamlight would fit into. Yeah. Um, 20 bucks. I could not be more impressed with that big output. It has the double click, two clicks. One click is task light, one click is big. That I'm impressed with because the, the streamline doesn't have just has the one, which is I thought was fine until I noticed or until I know that I don't know how they pull a hundred something lumens out of one AAA battery. It's like magic. Uh, I wonder how long it lasts too. That'll be interesting. That's definitely something I'll do is is put the brand new battery in it, turn it on, and just see how long it lasts. You know? Yeah, feel free. If it burns out. I don't know. They probably won't. Have another one. No, that's the whole idea. Let's see what happens. You know? No, it's it's awesome. I'm excited to. <laughs> be able to be able to do some some video on it, you know. It's different. Oh, I dropped it in the soup. Oh, look, I baked it in this turkey, and it's still hot. <laughs> right, right. It works. It, it's great in quiche. Yeah. This one out sandwich to a customer, and when they got mad and sent it back, it was still working. This guy bit into it, chipped a tooth, and it still turns on. So you know, it's good in my book. Look, I got this in this guy's expensive glass of booze. Oh, <laughs> uh, waiter, there's a. Some kind of Olight flashlight in my soup. <laughs> Excuse me, our, our chef is a YouTube tester. <laughs> yeah, he has a YouTube channel. He has over 300 followers, subscribers, so he can do what he wants, right? Big shot. All right. We should have a talk sometime about the chef in Chef Steve. I want to say Steve Young, but I don't know what his name is actually. But uh, the chef from that place in. Um, in uh, Nevada, yeah, in Vegas, where we we all went to that thousand dollar dinner. Yeah, they. Um, I didn't know we talked about it a little bit. They with you know you guys had the wagyu and all that stuff. We, yeah, I can I can clue you in on all sorts of stuff. I'm just talking about the uh, chefs. Uh, the don't chefs. say that we all went to because there's two people in this room that didn't get a chance to go to that dinner. Oh, hold on, didn't have a chance to go. <laughs> oh, you we guys were, were working. <laughs> no, we were gone. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's it. You guys were already, because I was going to say, I think everybody was invited, but I think you guys, that was already after you guys had left, you mean? Like, left Vegas? Yeah, yeah, I left that afternoon. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying the the chef, he has a, he's doing a whole bunch of stuff on his own personal Instagram that's kind of neat. And I just thought maybe that you might be able to, I don't know, glean something from that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll have to check it out. Um, What else were we going to do tonight? That was something else. Big time we were going to do tonight. Angelie, what was the other big time thing we were going to do tonight? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Were we going to do another big time thing? All right. Well, I guess I'll put this out there. Um, what was this about? I'm going to change this to gun channels because I can't remember what my note is to myself here. Um, anybody that would like to uh, participate 
ahead of the game to for next month we're going to be ramping things up seeing what kind of um what we can do with that money that was raised last week in yankees uh channels telethon thing and then uh you know kind of take gun channels to another level so as part of that i'm going to be asking people to record some sort of not necessarily record because that implies video to create some sort of a testimonial for gun channels in any type of medium or any type of way that you might come up with and potentially something creative so that we can have something akin to like the um war bonds posters or some effort like you know war bonds where a lot of different artists and a lot of different people would collaborate appeal to different audiences in different ways for different reasons but you know for the same effort let's get more bonds so for the let's get people welcome them to gun channels welcome maybe the kind of people you'd like to see on gun channels so if you like the reloading people then put out some kind of a plea to reloaders if you'd like to see more hunters over here put out a plea for more hunters or some sort of a testimonial or some sort of uh effort on saying like what gun channels means to you or am i using the right words like you know what i mean like sort of like what maybe pbs would do sometimes to like show the diversity of people that are i don't know appreciate what pbs offers or you know that support pbs and then for the reasons they do anything All right. yeah, i that's, think that's, that's a great idea <clears throat> i think any anything you could do you I mean you said you have like six thousand members? Anything you could do to show how many different people are members um, is really cool. I think you know that's that's kind of an attention grabber. You know what you do for a living. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm interrupting you, but that's exactly what I think. You you summed it up better than I could say there. Yeah, well, you know every we we all do different things for a living. We all have different jobs, families, states. Like you know, it would be really cool to see a breakdown of um that from from you know from your archives there or whatever from gun channels like we have members and do you have members and from every state i don't i don't really know that i never asked that we must i mean i don't go around me should make checking it out that's not one of our goals is never to you know keep track of who everybody is i barely know that there's right. members because i go look and the thing tells me otherwise i wouldn't know so um probably i think just trying to remember every uh, that's not true. Did we ever had anybody from North Dakota? I know somebody that went to a wedding in North Dakota. That's good enough. Yeah. And, oh, Night Strikes from North Dakota. There you go. No, but I don't know. I think maybe a couple of states. And some of those goofy New England states that are just extra. But we got Rick. Yeah. Cycle. It would just be, it would be pretty cool to see to put out a poll or something and and have as many people you know um, write down their occupations as possible. And you say we've got doctors, we've got lawyers, we got you know all these different things. You know we're all normal people, and you know we're all members of this community, and we're responsible. And you know that's that's pretty cool. That's a neat. I, that's something that I would like to see. You know that's cool. Yeah, that that just feeds into the whole message of. You know, most gun owners are just normal everyday people that have normal everyday lives. And so you can sit there and say, look, we have all these different people from all these different states, with all these different backgrounds. And yet we're all friends and we're all responsible gun owners. I think, I think we, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, you obviously, I don't, I don't know what percentage of the members you would get. You know, there's a lot that aren't active, like you said, but Jesus, even if you got, a thousand people to, to put down what they do for a living. I guarantee it's 
90% different, then that's pretty impressive to somebody that's seeing it, you know? I don't know. I think it's a fun idea. Right on. So two hotties saying Wendy Howler is from North Dakota. So we have, no, we have Puerto Rico. We have Jamaica. I don't know if we've ever had a Guam. But Ghost, you've been to Guam probably. I've actually never been to Guam. Um, I haven't, no. We have Austria, too. I know there's somebody from, isn't John 12 Gage from Austria? Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. And then Vandalistic is from Australia. Blue Phoenix is from Korea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now Canada. And Bob's in Canada. Yeah. yeah, I think that's, I think that would be a great, I think that would be really cool time, you know, well, to be time well spent, you know, to, to be able to say we've got 15 different countries and all these different, every state and thousands of different occupations and they're all, you know, normal people, <laughs> quote unquote. I don't know how normal some of us are, but you know what I mean? Gun shop. What are we going to do about a gun shop today? Every single day we like to feature a gun shop. I think Midnight hasn't been in here very often. I'll make him do it. Oh, you know, yeah, we, uh, well, I did one a couple of weeks ago. We did that new one that's near me. And we did one that was, I I, I put one in and, and you guys looked it up. It was called um, Cole's Bike Shop. Do you remember that one? Yep. I think so. that was. That was really cool. That's that's a neat one. I mean, there's probably. Let, I mean, if it's okay, we can redo that one because that's a pretty cool story. It's in um, Carlisle, PA, um, and it's literally it's called Cole's Bike Shop. And at one time, what it is, it, the bike shop is still there. And when you walk into this place, it's um, it, off to the left. There's a. Uh, a little almost it's like a door from somebody's inside of their house you know it's no big deal you open the door and you go down this little old rickety flight of steps and it's a uh, the basement and in the basement it's just this there's two rooms one of them is like a little showroom and um it at one time i guess back during world war ii era um they <laughs> this guy whoever owned the bike shop originally allowed people to um, store some weapons there um, as sort of a cache in case, you know, something would happen. They'd have somewhere to go that would have, um, you know, uh, weapons to defend themselves. Um, after the war ended, some people didn't come back to take their guns or didn't come back and they, they left their guns there they forgot about them or, you know, people pass away or whatever, you know. And um, apparently he got his FFL and years and years ago and just started selling them. Um, and it turned it into a little gun shop. It's really neat. It's where I bought my AK. Um, and it is literally like being in somebody's basement. <laughs> it's pretty neat. Uh, in PA, you don't need a uh, FFL to sell long guns either. So back in the day when this dude found himself maybe having some guns, you, I mean, probably just started selling them to whoever, I guess, and then eventually became an FFL. His name's Mike. Cool guy. It's been a few years since I've been there, but it's a neat place. A, I mean, it's a hell of a story, you know? <laughs> Very cool. Looks like they got skateboards and stuff, so... I need yeah, it's really... 
it's funny because if you when you look it up, you don't find a whole lot about the gun sh- the gun store. It's just kind of like a little hidden gem, you know. Um, there's not a whole lot about it. You just go in and you just if you know about it, you know about it. If you don't, it's not something that's promoted or talked about a whole lot. It's just this cool little, <laughs> cool little, you know, cool little thing in the basement. Does it have a separate entrance? No, you walk in. Yeah, there's Mike right there. Mike, Mike Cole. Um, you walk in through the gun, through the, the bike shop. Literally, you walk in the front door and it's like, it's a bicycle display shop. Like the picture's there. And then uh, you just go, there's a little door to the left and you go, <laughs> you, they have it locked, obviously. And you just let them know you want to, you know, you want to go downstairs and, you know, uh, Mike's there. He goes down, unlocks it, goes down with you and you, you know, you do whatever. You talk about guns. Well, it says I think he shoots competition too. I think it says bicycles and guns on the signs. And oh, stuff. it does. Yeah. Oh, not, wow. Not like super uh, exaggerated or anything. Yeah, I'm not sure if it does anymore or not. I'm not sure if it has those. Uh, it okay. might. I don't know. No, I mean if this is the current picture, definitely not. Just yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah so cool. I mean, it's a. That would definitely be one. I know you were up this. You were up sort of this way when you did the last gun show loophole tour. I didn't. Um, I wasn't as active then. I wish I would have sort of steered you that way. That would have been a really cool place for you to go. For sure. Hopefully, be like back up there again, close you know, soon. So, yeah, I like awesome. Brent out in the Brent out in the chat says, "Awesome, a firearm speakeasy." Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of what it is. I mean, literally, um, I've <laughs> if you go on, it's like. You and you Google it or you look up information about it. It's hard to find information about it. You can't hours or whatnot. You just kind of have to. You just kind of learn your way around. You know, you go in and you you meet them, and it's you know it's kind of an old old timey kind of feel to it. You know, it's neat. Right up. Well, that's exactly the kind of shop we want to feature on the show. So I'm sure we didn't do it justice because you emailed that to us before, right? Uh, no, I put it in the chat and you guys looked it up, but I wasn't on the chat, right? Yeah, so I mean, it was, yeah, this is a little bit better because I can kind of describe it because there's not a whole lot of pictures and stuff. So it is, it does kind of do better if you have uh, somebody to talk about it, you know? All right, it is Jan- July 26th. Anything going on in history today? Or besides TriggerCon, anything coming up that anybody's aware of? I have breaking news for the first time since Memorial Day. It's raining here, so I am ecstatic. Oh, my God. We're, like, super flooded out here. It's horrible. Must be nice. It's been dry out. Hershey Hershey Park has been closed for two days. They literally had to close the whole park. Oh, you know what today is? 1953, the end of the Korean War. Please, like. Really? That's significant. Korean War Armistice. 2003, Bob Hope dies. You know, it's amazing. Bob Hope was revered as this, you know, mega comedian. But for many, many, many people, Bob Hope will always remember it as Mr. USO. I mean, he spent a lot of years really doing a lot of stuff for the troops. So. Um, he should be committed for that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 
1964, Pentagon announces 5,000 more troops to Vietnam. And then 1965, U.S. jets attack new North Vietnamese air defense sites. 1788, New York became the 11th state. Nice. 1788 and tomorrow, the first New York gun law happened. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. No, it's actually, I think it's like 1910 or something. No, it can't be. 1974, House begins impeachment of Nixon. 1912, the first airborne radio communications from a naval aircraft to ship. So, first time they talked from an airplane to a boat. Oh wow! That, that kind of changed the world. In in 657, Battle of Sippen, uh, the first Muslim civil war. There's such a nation of peace, though. So that's interesting. So. Did you say 657? 657. <laughs> it was the first Muslim civil war. Yeah. Wow. 1942, actor Gene Autry sworn into the Army Air Corps on the air during his regular radio show. He served as an officer until 1945 when he resumed his show. So he was doing live on-air radio, joined the Army Air Corps while he was alive. That's kind of cool. Wow. Eighteen ninety, Vincent Van Gogh shoots himself and dies two days later. Must have been a bad shot. <laughs> Twenty two, probably. Yeah, it probably was something small like that. Isn't Autry the the museum in L.A. that I went to? Yes. Yeah, he also has an awesome firearms museum. Didn't he write or, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Also, I think it was Gene Autry. Yeah. Ah, 1775, uh, Congress creates the United States Post Office. Oh, yeah, it's the Post Office Day today. Mm -hmm. about that. 1909. Hold on. 1909. Hold on. Sorry. Who's right? Uh, Autry wrote Back in the Saddle again, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Frosty the Snowman. Oh, I didn't know he wrote Frosty also. Man, he had a pretty, pretty stellar career. Yeah. Cut you off by pancakes. <laughs> 1909, Orville Wright sets a world record for staying aloft in an airplane. One hour, 12 minutes, and 40 seconds. You know who else tried to build, build an airplane? And then there wasn't sufficient engines. His steam engines weren't enough to get it off the ground. Maxim, the guy who invented the machine gun. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in England a long time before these guys. People, I guess, knew about flight. It was all about getting engines that could actually be flown. They were small enough and efficient enough. But he, he he launched something that was huge. It was massive with like eight wings, one of them old funny-looking, biplane-looking things, but with two big steam engines. So he yeah. sent it down a ramp that got it to get up off the ramp, but then it just sat back down. So he knew that it could fly, but not with his engines, and he gave up on it. Here you go. 1903, pre the precursor to the gun show loophole tour. First automobile trip across the United States, San Francisco to New York. 
Wow. When was that? Started today or ended Nin- today? 1903. Across uh, the United States. Completed. It said completed, so it ended wow. today. I think I saw a show about that, and it was super cool. You Can, can you imagine driving across the country for the first time? Number one, ain't no gas stations, and there ain't no nothing. There ain't no roads or nothing. Oh, in 1903? Yeah. And everybody was either like, awesome, look at this amazing tech, or like, ah, kill it. <laughs> kill it with a gun. Here's <laughs> our horses. That was like Skynet of the time. They're like, oh, the world's over. Look at this. There's not even horses. <laughs> no, robots. <laughs> Here's one in 1947. Harry Truman signed the National Security Act. Department of Defense and National Security Council, the CIA and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. 1914, British troops invade the streets of Dublin, Ireland and began to disarm Irish rebels. It'd be interesting to look that up and see what that was all about. Which, what year? 1914. Oh, all kinds of stuff happening today. 1948, Harry Truman, Executive Order 9981, equality. Did you say this one? Equality for all persons in the armed forces without regard to race, color, religion, or national origin. 1948. 1908, the Office of the Chief Examiner, which in 1935 became the FBI, was created. 1971, Apollo 15 launched from Cape Kennedy. How did all this stuff happen today? Good day. I didn't even read it all. One, two, three, four, five, six, six, six medals of honor. Oh, ISIS blew up, blew up something today in 2014. Imagine that. Well, we got uh, Nagasaki was bombed in there and it's got a pretty cool couple really good gun scenes all right i'll be with it. angelina you seen it uh, i saw like part of it the movie itself was pretty crappy it just had a couple good gun scenes in it i guess a half them a half semi-erect them uh clover i haven't seen it uh, uh gary I have not seen it. And pancakes. Didn't really have a desire to see it, so no. I don't even know. Is it a new one or old one? Or yeah, it's newish. Yeah, it came yeah. Out about a year or so ago, maybe something like that. Oh, okay. I probably haven't had a chance. Then. So it's, it's not hard. a very good movie, but there's a really cool gun scene in a stairwell. It's pretty awesome. I'll, I'll say that much. 
like Daredevil fighting up and down the stairwell type of stuff. Yeah, kind of that kind of stuff. It was, it's it's pretty good, but the movie itself sucked. Yeah, that's kind of frustrating when there's something interesting gun-wise in a movie, but the rest of it ain't that great. Yeah, especially when you watch it for the first time and you don't know where that scene is, so you find yourself watching the entire movie for like this one three-minute scene. So it's kind of like the if you watch the commercial or the previews for it, that's the best part. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. That's it. This might be something you guys got with daughters and wives where it's like, oh, no, you're going to like this movie, like dad or dear, because there's guns in it. And then, like you say, you watch like the whole thing. And there's like a five minute gun scene where they're like, oh, no, put that gun away. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like I said, the movie itself was not very good. It was just a couple scenes that were pretty pretty nice. That the, the the like I said, the stairwell scene was pretty awesome. But you uh, can probably go on YouTube and see that, and that's that's basically worth the whole movie. Mike out there saying that his son turned twenty sixth on the twenty sixth. I don't know about you, but if I was being if I was twenty sixth on the twenty sixth, I think I would expect extra shit. That should be. Bonus. I'm, like, if I'm 20, on the 26, I'm going to Vegas, and I'm putting, I'm putting a hundred dollars down on roulette table for 26. That's probably a good point, Zoltan, and that would be kind of makes sense. I don't know, makes a lot of sense, at least to the local, whatever the closest casino you can practically get to, right? Yeah, they love I, it. I think <laughs> you should, you should definitely like sell your car and put it all on 26 for sure. I don't know, makes sense. 26. <laughs> The date is the 26th. I mean, that never happens, except a lot. Pi Day hasn't been good except for what was it last year? It was two years ago when it went out to like however many numbers with the time. It all added up. It hasn't been the same since. Vanessa's asking if anybody celebrates Pi Day in March. March 14th. March 14th. Um, I mean, how do you celebrate that though? I mean, uh, just you run around eating pie, making fun of people who don't know. Oh, okay. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Just try and try and get a better pie than everybody else, I guess. It's pie day. You don't know what it is, but it's a circumference of a circle or something. I'll eat some pie. Or that what kind of pie are, yeah, are we talking about numbers pie or delicious dessert about, pie? We're talking about the numbers that separate that truly separate us from monkeys. The concept oh. circles. I don't care about that kind of pie. Um, first trip. I wonder if that's why they're called pies because they're round. I don't know. The first trip across the United States. How do they make gas every hundred miles? Anyone have a clue? I think they actually talked about it. And were they steam or am I crazy? And they, but they think they did get gas because uh, they were kerosene or something, and you could still get kerosene because of all the things like other machines that run motors and uh, lights and stuff. So they did have trouble, but it wasn't impossible. I remember right from watching this show. There was gaps in the middle of nowhere where it wasn't easy. But I think they also had the railroads helping them or something. Like people knew they were efforting at this. And then yep. it kind of, you, you would easy. think if you if you planned your trip to kind of go through railroad towns, right? Then you could always have stuff sent to you or probably probably get some type of fuel there. Yeah. Gas used to be sold as a stain back in general stores, cycle set. 
So yeah, there was uh, solvents still for sure. And I'll bet you those engines were probably a little less finicky. Gas is kind of dangerous to use as a solvent. It tends to be a bit flammable. <laughs> Too hot. He's saying that Mike uh, Pappas was at the range day. Mike is from Silencer Co. And now he runs um, Dead Air Silencers. Yeah, he's a heck of a good guy. I've known him for a long time. Owns a bunch of tanks. Or diesel? I don't think so. I don't remember, though. It's, I think it was on Amazon, if you still got Amazon down. And it was something like a Ken Burns type of show. It was like one show, though, like one movie. But it was Ken Burnsy. It was like a bunch of his still pictures. Uh, no real recreations or anything. It was just like a... Oh, Patriot saying they shipped it to locations before they left. I think they also had some kind of issue like, oh, we'll take this in like two weeks. And then that took them two months. So I know it was like screwed up. But it was a big deal in the whole world, or the whole country was paying attention, if I remember right. So when they finished, they were getting all kinds of help. All right. You well, say he owns a bunch of tanks? Mike Mike does, yeah. He, oh, um, I don't know if, awesome. he was, if he was like a mechanic or something, maybe a driver. You get the impression he likes them a little bit too much for a regular person. Either his dad or him or something was probably a tank driver forever. So, uh, or I don't know, maybe he's, I don't know, you know, every once in a while, somebody's just into really big. I mean, who doesn't need a tank? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have an interesting question. We're going to wrap it up maybe with this in honor of Angelina, who understands what a real pizza is, I think, and pancake over here. Uh, <laughs> cutting a pizza. Regular old cutting it like spokes of a bicycle or cutting it like squares? Cutting it into squares. You know what I'm talking about? Cutting it into squares? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not like a square pizza hut garbage. None of that crap. I'm talking a round pizza, thin crust, right. cut it into squares. Okay, so left to right, Angelina. Squares or triangles or wedges? Or triangles. Ugh. Clover? Um, triangles. Ugh. Ghost? I love getting thin crust because it isn't cut in squares, but if I'm cutting it myself, I'm not smart enough, so I had to cut it in triangles. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know why I asked this question now. Gary? Triangles. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. I don't even know you people. I don't even want to ask this guy. Pancake? Uh, I think it depends because if you cut it into squares and you have people that you don't like eating with you, you can give them all the old crusty bits and you can save the good stuff for yourself. So, but if you like everybody, then you cut it into wedges because then everybody gets nice, nice, nice amounts and nice stuff. But if you got some guys that you don't like, you know, maybe they don't like guns or something, then you cut it into squares and you just give them the old rusty, crusty crap and you eat the good cheesy stuff. I know what it is. It's not your people's fault. You people were just raised wrong. You never eat good pizza. So you can't be expected to know what a thin crust pizza is supposed to taste like. So I'm going to give it to you just don't. That's, that's the only explanation for this. But when you cut it into squares, you, I can't even imagine eating a Pizza Hut pizza cut into squares. Or like, uh, what is it, Domino's? Because you would be eating pieces of bread at that point. But when you get that like cracker thin type of thin crust, the edges, I've seen people literally wrestle for the edges of you know the last couple <laughs> of That is a whole different level. I mean, it's not a pizza. It's a snack that's pizza flavored. But 
that's a legitimate thin crust pizza. You can't really do it with a New York pizza or something. So I can understand if you're thinking of like a soft crust, doughy bread type of crust, whatever, like a New York style, that would be bready. That wouldn't be a great square. But well, I know, I know I'm a big fan of like the cafeteria pizza back in the day. In the lunchroom, oh. I, I love I that stuff, and it was square. And I know now, uh, occasionally, we'll get the Totino's pizzas, and they're square now. They're like, we changed it to a square because we save on packaging or something. And so I do cut it into squares because it's already square. But, yeah, I don't get the whole cutting around pizza square, so I just don't ever cut those that way. Okay. I tell well, you, if you guys want a quick snack that's really, really good, get some Texas toast. And go to the grocery store and get some pizza sauce and just put some pizza sauce on the toast and put some cheese on there and put in the toaster. Call it pizza toast. It's a great little snack and it's awesome. Are you talking like the stuff where they've already got it buttered and seasoned or just plain old thick cut bread? That... Like, yeah, yeah, like that thick cut bread. Just get t just regular old Texas, like they call it Texas toast here, but it's real thick bread. And just kind of get a spoon and put some pizza sauce on there and some shredded cheese, put in the toaster for a little bit. It's it's really good with uh, Italian, like you get Italian baguettes and do that too. That's really good, guest. It's almost like French bread pizza. Actually, it's exactly like French bread pizza. <laughs> Going back to Clover's like cafeteria pizza. I mean, that's not pizza either. I mean, we're saying pizza like coffee. People enjoy coffee in all different kinds of ways or whatever. So I guess it's technically pizza, but I mean, it's a step away from just being, I don't know, weird. But, it, you know, it's just bread with some pizza sauce on it. But that was certainly good. And I don't know, if was it good or was it just not all the other gross stuff that they fed us at school? No, because I, I, I remember it most when I went to a very, very small school. There was like 300 kids. I mean, K through 12 total. Those was maybe 300 kids there. And the cafeteria, my grandmother actually was one of the cafeteria ladies. And I mean, they, they literally, this, it's not my version that I'm talking about is, is not probably what other people are picturing because it was more handmade. The dough was rolled out. The sauce was on there. They put the cheese and it was just cheese pizza. All it was, was a crust and sauce and cheese. Right. Um, but yeah, most of the food back then it was, it was all handmade. I know I'm going to probably make y'all disgusted, but I used to love the Salisbury Steak Day in elementary school. For some reason, I loved it. Ain't nothing wrong with Salisbury Steak, bro. Yeah, it's I like it. Green gravy, right? Mm -hmm. it's I like. Sort of, I like. Um, pretty tell much. You what I do with that is I'll take them. I'll take them. I like making sandwiches out of them. Um, you guys have like uh, sloppy Joe Day. Those were great too. Now we're definitely not going. I'm not a big fan of that, but I was okay with the pizza. But now we're getting too far into lunch. This is that's like a that's like a vegan's nightmare right there. Just a pile of meat and sauce. G's like starting to sweat. It's like the day after the day after chili. It's like sloppy Joe day. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's like you get meatloaf and then you do meatloaf well, and then the next day would be like chili or sloppy joes. Right. I suspect it was probably like the schools said. You know, like, here's the parameter. Here's what you're going to feed kids at lunchtime. And then you have a school like you're talking about. They said the most efficient, practical way to make that happen is to, you know, cook 300 servings of it. Where you get to a school with 3,000, it's just not, you don't have that kind of cafeteria staff. So oh, they yeah, buy yeah. 3,000 prepared foods and heat it up. 
So that's probably the difference. You actually had, you know, the economy of scale where they could just cut an onion and yeah. it and whatever, and not have an you know industrial kitchen, right? Three weeks earlier. All right. So um, I forgot that I saw that somewhere on. It must have been Instagram. It seems like an Instagram thing. I don't think anybody did it on gun channels, but I saw somewhere where it's debating the square versus slice. And yeah, there's no excuse for for pizza slices. That's one of the reasons that New York ruined this country with that kind of pizza, because that's that's that gets people into some kind of lockstep that pizza is supposed to be a wedge shape. There's so much. Yeah, more. but but you get sometimes you get those really super duper thin crust, and they're really really crispy. It's like eating glass with tomato and cheese on it. You kill you you you'll like shred the inside of your face. You do not like that. You're saying. Nah, not so much. Oh, please. You'll eat French bread with the same same exact situation, the same just thrashing of your flesh in your mouth. But as long as it's from France, it's all good to go. But as soon as it's no. from France, no, no, no. It's like it's like it's like it's like eating shards of glass. Are you are you kidding me? You huh. you come out looking like Rocky Balboa, you'd be bleeding glass from the face. With tomato glistening on the top and cheese melted all over. Mm, glistening. Mm. Now, G, you spent time in Chicago. Are you a Chicago pizza fan? I understand pizza. I I tolerate <laughs> you people, but I understand real pizza, yes. <laughs> so I was thinking getting at is I'm going to be heading up to hang out with Jimmy here as we kick the crap out of gun channels and the rest of the Internet next month. And there are some places in Ch in Phoenix that have real pizza from Chicago. We'll go uh, eat the hell out of one of them in front of y'all so you understand what a real pizza is all about. And then we'll go experience one of these kind of pizzas like uh, Pancake Doesn't Light there, but are designed for being cut in squares. And that's so that you have middle pieces and you have outside pieces. And it, it's different kind of experience than eating uh, a big slice, like a, it's a New York thing, eating a big slice and folding it over into like some kind of cheap, uh, pizza taco. Well, just make sure you get lots of paper towels so when you chop up the inside of your mouth you can you know you're not bleeding all over the place you sop it up with more pizza <laughs> there you go with the inside pizzas <laughs> is that blood or pizza sauce it does six of one half dozen of the other you know what i mean it's more like eating matches like because they're all burning around the edges <laughs> it's like thin sliced charcoal with pizza stuff on if it's a good it's pizza but that also means it's the kind of pizza oven and the kind of bread or dough or whatever that they know what they're doing. Anyway, um, hopefully that was enjoyable. It took us over time, I think. But uh, anything else before we head out? It's Thursday, so that means tomorrow. <clears throat> did Jimmy do a show this morning? No, he did. A, he put a video out. Okay, it's getting closer to hopefully. We might see early watch on a regular. Well, we'll see early watch during the races soon, but I don't know if it'll be tomorrow soon. Uh, either way, knives more than likely will have a live chat over on the gun channels. And who starts out Friday? Schedule wise, uh, right of the people, budget guns and gear starting at seven. Then we got Clover at ten Eastern. And then Edge, wrapping it up right before this is a nice opener. Yeah, if I could, too, I, I mean, I, I know we talked about him a little bit, but um, if you if you 
don't know who Jimmy is, you know, early watch chat, um, look him up. Jimmy's an awesome dude, and he's looking for a little help on his Patreon. He's looking for some funds. He's looking for people to help support him so that he can uh, get back into to doing some more, um, you know, pro 2A stuff. Uh, that was what his video was about. He's just, you know, he doesn't want to beg for money. He feels bad, but uh, Jimmy's an awesome dude, and he's looking for, for, for some help, for some support. So if there's anybody out there that can, can do that, awesome. Um, and if you don't know much about the early watch, you know, go back and look some up. It's there's some some awesome shows, man. It was great to great great entertainment in the morning, you know, to start the day off. So I yeah. want to give you a shout out. Right on, yeah, appreciate that. That was it was always better than having like the radio on or something, which all you can do is yell at the radio, shake your fist at it, right? Maybe if you remember one of the points that they brought up, talk about it later on in the chat. So early watch was an alternative to that where it is a live conversation. You can always, if you do have a different thing or you want to add something, you can text chat it right away if you're busy or at work or what. And then there's always a day when somebody's off for the day, um, whatever, you know, they don't work that day. Uh, they could jump in and it was that kind of, uh, um, I guess a live event happening daily. So yeah, we're going to be getting that back again. And, uh, potentially something midday as well, kind of prime the pump there. Because uh, as we effort to get gun channels to this next level, part of that will be 24-7 conversations and stuff. And it'll be a challenge to uh, keep all that organized and then keep people aware of everything and to then you know, see what it's like with that growth. So hopefully everybody is interested in seeing that happen. If anybody wants to participate in it, get with me and uh, watch it happen. So it's going to be happening here sooner and later. Okay, if so. you never witnessed Tony and, and Jimmy together, it was comic gold. Oh, it's like the odd couple, for sure. I mean, you would have never, if you listened to them individually, you'd have never thought that those guys would do a show together and have it be successful. And I think they were successful. They did a lot of episodes, and they did a lot of really cool stuff, man. But they just, uh, they worked together great. So, yeah, I, I mean, it would be awesome to see them back together doing the show. Angelina, anything coming up? Um, nothing really. No. What's going on with that Canadian art? Finish with that yet? Yeah, actually, I'm going to finish it tonight. But I right. finished the whole uh, the seal of the uniforms and stuff. Very cool. Saw those ones you put out today, the black and orange ones. Or is it black and red? Which one? The patches? Well, I saw them today. I've been up on the mountain, so maybe it's throwing me stuff from days ago. Yeah, I thought I saw like a football-shaped black and orange one today. It was some companies. It wasn't yours. It was a company's that you. Whatever. Oh, I don't know. All right, it might have been showing me something from the past days. All right, well, uh, Clover, anything coming up? What do you got tomorrow? Oh, you got uh, um, what's it? H and something? Uh, Hill and Mac. Yeah, supposedly Hill and Mac. Is going to be on. Talk about that Sturm Gewehr. Oh, that's right. I just did, um, that guy's name. I just did the card for the guy that invented the Sturm Gewehr. Oh, cool. Um, Ghost, what do you got going on? You said you've been busy at work, but you're still managing to get uh, some. Just, just working. Um, trying to try to get to the range Monday. I've been taking a day off on Monday. Try to get to the range and shoot about four or five videos there. 
Have you taken attendance yet? Well, you know the show's like just about over, right? Yeah. Daniel's well, that, well, if you haven't taken attendance, I'm here to get credit for being here. Uh -huh. <laughs> it says that you're already punched in, so I'm not sure what you mean. Did somebody punch in for you at the beginning of the show? And uh, I refuse to get anyone in trouble on my behalf, so no comment. Uh, and then pancakes. This uh, not a whole lot. Um, I got a show, you know, Sunday night, 10:30 Eastern. Um, I did a put a video out this morning um, about uh, Reuben doing a Reuben. Mr. Fine Ape uh, won a a uh, trivia contest we did on the show, and he wanted to see a Reuben video, so we did that. It's gotten <laughs> a lot of views and a ton of comments. I think people like. Uh, I think it's it's fun. So. You know, if you want to check it out, check it out. Leave some comments and uh, always leave suggestions for things that you might want to see. You know, you still do the thing on Patreon where they get to order around. Let me tell you what to make. Yeah. Yep. If you're a five dollar, if you're a five dollar Patreon um, subscriber or whatever, um, once a month you get to choose a, um, a an ingredient that I'll build a dish around. Yep. And then you take the ingredients from each of those $5 Patreons and then make one dish with all of those. That, that's kind of, that's one of the, either that or you do separate videos. But um, yeah, I don't, I think I only have one $5. I might only have one or two $5 uh, members right now, but Smeggy's one of them actually. And the last time he suggested a video, he said eyeballs. So I'm still trying to work on that one. <laughs> eyeballs. Well, yeah. In there and then tell them to eat it blindfolded. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, coming from a snowman, can you use coal for that or something? That's possible. Yeah, that would make sense. Well, there you go. All right. So, well, before you end the show, Angelica, what are you up to? Um, I already got asked. Yeah, look at this guy. He comes in way at the end and then makes us go back and. Okay. Well, I didn't realize she 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 had already been asked. So yeah, it's going back in time. Just making sure you know our 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 girl representative has been given a chance to say your piece. Oh, that's no. kind of you, Dana. No, I feel like you weren't here since the beginning, like your time clock says. <laughs> I have no comment. Uh -huh. All right, well, so uh, that was the show. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same time. Wait, did we do everything we were going to do today? I think we did. Yes, Dana. <laughs> Anybody have a, a quote? I'll put you up to this. I've seen him yeah, out there. Yeah, I, I got something real simple. Get them before they get you. Oh, Bob did put you up to this. That's pretty know. ominous. Playing some kind of games. All right. Uh, that's it, I guess. That's our quote. I'll leave it on that one. Oh, they get to do the sound effect before you hit off air, right? No, they look. They took my damn did a cow shit in here video. I was gonna do the cow shit in here one. They took it. I'm gonna win. Um, we'll just end with this then. The guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. <clears throat> watching GunWebsites.com. <laughs>